0: Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your
1: guide to the ever-changing world of social media.
0: On today's show, we're going to explore Twitter spaces, Twitter acquisitions, and there's a lot of them, Twitter fleets, and Instagram integration with Madeline Sklar. If you want to understand how to benefit from all the crazy things that are happening right now with Twitter, you're going to want to stick around. I'm Mike Stelzner, and this is the Social Media Marketing Talk Show. If you want to go deeper, check out our Social Media Marketing Workshops, where you'll get to go really in-depth on organic and paid marketing on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. You can check out that URL by visiting socialmediaexaminer.com slash WS21. And now for this week's special guest, Madeline Sklar is a Twitter expert and coach and consultant, She's host of the Twitter Smarter Podcast and the Twitter Smarter Twitter Chat, which takes place every Thursday at 1 Eastern. Welcome to the show, Madeline.
1: Hey, Michael. Thanks for having me on. Excited to be here.
0: Well, we've got a lot to talk about today, so let's just dive into Twitter Spaces to begin with. For everybody that doesn't know what Twitter Spaces is, what exactly is it? Go for it.
1: It's going to be this audio-based social networking tool built right into Twitter. They're jumping into audio. There are some audio tools within Twitter that most people don't use or even know about. But I'm excited that they want to go in this direction with audio because we know that Clubhouse is just rocking it right now, even though not everybody can get on it and it's iOS only and beta only right now. But we can, you know, you and I have been in there quite a bit and we can see that this thing is exploding. I'm super excited to see Twitter is going down the same path. I just hope they stay caught up to what Clubhouse is doing because right now it's very private beta, very early.
0: So kind of describe for people what Twitter spaces looks like for people that haven't seen it. Can you kind of describe it?
1: I had the luxury of being in one this week, Michael, and it was super cool. It is not as robust as Clubhouse. So you get, you access it through fleets, which is very interesting as mobile only, iOS only right now. Uh, because I follow someone who works at Twitter and she just happened to be doing one this week, I caught it live and noticed it over in the fleet section instead of it being a, a blue, color circle around the profile picture, it was purple. So I tapped on it and I was inside one. It looks similar, but it's just very scaled back.
0: So people that don't even know what Clubhouse looks like, Mm -hmm. describe what spaces look like because there's a lot of people have never been on either one.
1: Right. So it's mobile. So you're on your phone, you're in the app and you see circles of each person who is listening and who is speaking. So, and very similar to how Clubhouse how For those that are on Clubhouse, if you know the layout there, you always see the speakers at the top, the moderator and speaker. So this is the same exact way. They don't use the term moderator. They just have speaker and listener. And so speakers at the top, you can have up to 10 people speaking. So you might see 10 of those circles with the profiles. And you can tap on each one and it shows you just the top part of their Twitter profile. So you see the top cover image, you see their profile picture and and like one or two lines of their bio. And then you can tap again to see the full profile in the bio. So also just very similar to how Clubhouse operates. And you also can tell who's talking by the way everything moves around. And Michael, I tell you one thing I really love about how Spaces is working out right now. And again, super early beta testing. I felt like I was a fly on the wall because they were actually kind of talking about bugs and asking us to do things so we could test it in real time. It was super cool. Um, so with Clubhouse, if you're a speaker, and I've seen you do it plenty of times, you want to clap, you just do this Funny thing where you do your mic, tap your mic off and on, off and on, off and on. You'll see people doing it and you're like, what are they doing? And then you figure out, oh, it's a way of clapping, but you have to be a speaker. And Twitter has something so unique and cool. Instead, when you're tuning into one of these, we all as a speaker or listener have emojis. So like reactions, like when you're in the DMs and you have reactions, there's like five different emojis. At any time, you can tap on one. So The speaker, if they're like asking questions and want real time answers, they could do that with the entire room and you can have an unlimited number of listeners, according to Twitter, which is super cool. The only thing is that you have to be following the person who started the space or spaces.
0: So do you think this is going to be a replacement for tweet chats? Do you think this is the future of tweet chats where you're going to have people who raise their hands and come up and have real actual audio engagement instead of simultaneous texting back and forth, if you will?
1: I love that. That's a great question. I think it'll complement it for sure. Cause that's what I've already been doing. I host my really popular Twitter chat every week, Twitter smarter. And I've been hosting an after chat over in clubhouse to, to do the whole audio thing because it's cool. It's fun. It's different. And so that's why I want to jump on the spaces. I would rather stay in Twitter. That makes more sense right. to utilize their service for this. Uh, so, I can see some people changing a Twitter chat format and going this route and just making it audio only. I've seen plenty of Twitter chats stop doing it on Twitter and move their format over into live streaming. So I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing audio, real-time audio into the mix.
0: So we're going to talk about Fleets a little bit later if you don't understand what she said about Fleets. So this is in beta Any idea when it's gonna be out of beta? You think it's gonna be months probably before they come out with something that the rest of the world can see?
1: I think it's gonna be a while because again, it is so basic, it is not robust like Clubhouse. When I was in there and they were doing these tests, It was like testing you think they would have already done by now. Like they would say, okay, I'm going to say something and tap your um, one of your emojis because I want to see how long it takes between me saying something and you hear it because there's some lags going on. There's lagging between the speaker and people hearing it. And when a listener can hear it and listening to the developers talk about this in real time, it seems like it's on two different kind of things within the right. one spaces. A little techie talk they were doing, but it was fascinating to, to witness this. So I think they have a, a ways to go, Michael, but they are open to having some beta testers. They prefer it to be people that don't have a lot of followers because the way it works is if you follow me and I'm doing one, well, I've got lots of followers on Twitter, which means All of them could potentially come on, which would probably overload their system. But they like the idea of my Twitter chat and having an after chat. So they're going to let me do it.
0: So Twitter spaces, the good news, folks, is if you can find one of the engineers and follow them like Madeline did, you might be able to go in and actually experience Twitter spaces yourself. But it's in development. Sounds like it's going to be a direct competition to Clubhouse in the same way that Instagram stories was to Snapchat. So let's talk about some really exciting stuff that's happened in addition to Spaces. Twitter has made a series of acquisitions over the last few months. And we're going to go through Review, Breaker, and Squad and talk about each one of them. Let's start with Review. What exactly is this acquisition simply said? And then let's talk about what it means. Like, what does Review do?
1: Twitter is going into the newsletter business, Michael. I mean, (laughs) who would have thought, right? But it's fascinating. Review is a really cool tool that allows publishers and content creators to basically have a newsletter that's their editorial. It's not fancy. There's no fancy layouts. It's pretty plain and basic, but you can charge a subscription fee. You can have a free account and not ever charge anyone or you can charge a dollar amount per month. So they're doing really well with this is it's been competing with Substack. And I think Twitter is, is really making a smart move here. They want to get into long form content. And what a great way to do this by adding the ability to have an in-house newsletter system. So I'm really excited about this, Michael. I think this is great for marketers. I think it's great for content creators. I have a newsletter, but I never thought about doing it like the way review is. And having it embedded in Twitter is really making me think it might be something I want to venture into.
0: You know, there's all sorts of, when people listening here, you know, Twitter has acquired a company that does an email newsletter. They're like, what? I'm sure that was your first reaction, right? It was. Some of the things that come to my mind is, you know, why might they be doing something like this? And one of the big fears that I have, to be very honest with you, and I spoke about this in a Clubhouse that you happen to be in also, is that when these big platforms start offering newsletter services... My fear is that, you know, Twitter and others have built their entire empire on the fact that you don't really have full access to your followers, right? Right. And my fear would be that if Twitter offers this, like, are they going to allow people to email all of their followers? That's the first question I've got, right? Because that would be fascinating. If I grow my newsletter on this Twitter tool, am I not going to have access anymore? Am I going to be stuck? you know, because the good news about newsletter systems is that you can take your subscribers elsewhere. Right. I'm curious what your thoughts are on that.
1: So it's such a great question. So I did a lot of research and a review to learn like how this thing works, because right now it's still a standalone tool and they just plan to integrate it into Twitter at some point. So the way it works is that you own your list and they're saying that's not going to change once it integrates over to Twitter. You know, there's several things going on here. So Last year, Jack Dorsey told analysts, like, hey, we've got to come up with other ways to bring in revenue, right? We've got to bring money in here, right. in, into Twitter. And so he started hinting at subscription services as a possibility, right? And this is a great way to do that because you would, as the person utilizing this newsletter system within Twitter, is offer a subscription service. to. And I don't think it's just going to be automatic to all your followers. I think they'll target your followers and, and have followers come and, like, check off something and now they're added, you probably do get their email access somehow. So because they do say you can export this out, like you don't have to stay within review.
0: Well, that's very encouraging, right? I mean, if that's the truth, right, that's a complete change in business model for the social platforms. The idea, and I think Facebook was toying with newsletter stuff and I know LinkedIn is toying with it too. So the idea that they're going to let you have your list and also the power of the platform, Right. I mean, that's kind of mind boggling. I don't even know how that's going to work, but I'm fascinated by it. And then the other side of it, Madeline, that you talked about was the fact that people can make money with this, right? Yes. So the idea is you can leverage Twitter and so many people that are writers like me and so many others from the writing world that we started as bloggers, right? Yeah. We have built a massive following on Twitter, right? So the idea that you could get a portion of your audience to go premium, if you will, right, and pay a subscription and in exchange for that subscription, Twitter will only take 5% of the revenue. I mean, that's pretty slick. It's very slick. That's going to enable a lot of people to start an alternative revenue model that are creators and writers, don't you think?
1: Twitter is so smart with this move, Michael, because yes, they see that they have a lot of writers, a lot of authors of all sorts, and a lot of publishers that have large accounts on Twitter, large followings that could really benefit from a service like this. And on the flip side, they feel like this would encourage them to also get more followers as well once they start offering something like this. So I have really high hopes that this thing is going to pan out exactly the way we're discussing and it's going to be a great feature and allows Twitter to compete with all the other social networks. This could give them an edge over all of them.
0: DJ's asking a good question here. You think this is going to have an impact on ads? Do you think that marketers will be able to place ads into these newsletters? You think there might be an ad network or something?
1: Probably so. I would not be surprised at all. Maybe not initially, but I would imagine that they would try to incorporate that in.
0: So let's talk about Breaker. Breaker is the next acquisition. Yes. First of all, what does Breaker do and what exactly is this all about?
1: It's interesting how Twitter is doing all these acquisitions and they're like, they were all happening this week or in the last few weeks. Breaker is just basically a social podcasting app and it kind of goes above and beyond your typical podcast app where when you're using it, you can like and comment on podcasts so your friends and followers can see what you like and what you don't like. You can share podcasts with friends. There's so much you could do that just goes above and beyond what we typically do in a podcast app. So what Twitter is doing is they want to take the talent from this company. Actually, when this press release first came out from Twitter a few weeks ago, they were saying that this app is going to just go away. Like they're it's going to shut down. And then probably within the last week or so, a company has stepped forward and they're going to actually take it over, buy it and take it over. So they just want the talent, which I think speaks volumes to where they're going with spaces. Mm. You know, they want these people that understand audio really well to be a part of what's going on.
0: Yeah. Cause you know, we were in a room with the CEO of Breaker on Clubhouse and, you know, he was talking about how he's now an employee of Twitter and he can't really say what he's doing. So it's right. fascinating to think if, if the app allowed you to easily socially share audio, maybe what they're going to be doing with spaces is create kind of a ability to create content, audio content, and then have the content when it's done to share, right? Because Right. The whole idea of the share component, which Clubhouse does not record anything as of now, is could be fascinating. Right. So I could imagine. I mean, think about all the celebrities that are on Twitter. Right. Imagine if they started creating unique content, special clubs, and then somehow had paid clubs. I mean, you just start to your mind starts connecting all these dots. It gets really fascinating, doesn't it?
1: It really does. It's it's really exciting. I mean, I just can't believe like there's just so much amazing things happening at Twitter right now for us to all to get excited about with these acquisitions. So it's really gonna be interesting to see how this plays out. One thing that's interesting and going back to Spaces for a moment, which I think is one of the reasons why you know they really want this talent, is on Spaces. I haven't seen it in action, but they say they have a live transcription feature built into it, which definitely sets it apart over Mm. Clubhouse.
0: Oh, that's fascinating. Okay, so let's talk about Squad, the the last of the acquisitions that we're going to talk about today. What the heck is Squad and why did they acquire it?
1: It is a screen sharing app that's been primarily used by teenage girls and it allows them on mobile or desktop to share their screen while they're live streaming. It sounded really interesting. I had never seen it in action, but it sounded like it's been a really interesting uh, tool, but it's just... Purely for the talent behind that app is, is what Twitter wants them. He wants, they want them on board for designing and engineering. Uh, they didn't say specifically, but they're basically taking the team on board to work on all these different projects.
0: So when I hear screen sharing, the first thing I think about is mobile gaming, right? Because isn't that yeah. what mobile gaming is all about? Like you're, you're, you're watching as you're playing the game, you know what I mean? And then you've got your camera in the corner. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's going to be some sort of a, a gaming component here because... I can't imagine why else you would want to share your screen, unless you had something cool to show people. (laughs) Maybe you could show what's in your camera or something. But this is kind of fascinating. So it's a live thing, and that's on top of the fact that they shut down Periscope, right? And it's just what is it? Just called Twitter Live now? Is that correct?
1: Well, Periscope is still in operation until March, so we still got a little bit more time before that goes away. And Periscope's going away because honestly, the usage is down. It costs a lot for them to maintain it. They, They got you know different things about it that just are not working in their favor anymore. You can still do a Twitter live and that's not going to go away. And when you're in fleet, you can make a video. You can't go live. It'd be interesting to see if they throw something live in there like they do with Instagram stories.
0: Okay. So speaking of Instagram, Twitter has figured out a way to have an integration with Instagram. Tell us real quickly what this makes possible.
1: Yeah. It's just a really small test right now. I haven't seen it yet, but We know when we're on Instagram, we see lots of people sharing their tweets, which I I love. I love that I do it as well from time to time. And what they're doing now is they're all playing nice with each other. It's nice to see Instagram and Twitter get along. And they're saying, hey, we're going to make it so that you can take a tweet, hit the share button, and we're going to let you put it on your Instagram story. I think that's Awesome. I think they've all come to realize hey, people use both services. They love to take one in one place and share it on the other. You know, I know we're going to be talking about fleets, but I'm seeing people take their Instagram stories and put them in fleets. So yeah. it goes both ways with taking content from one and putting it on the other. And I see lots and lots of Twitter screenshots on Instagram. So I'm really excited about this. I think it's great for marketers, content creators. We could all use a little shortcut. I haven't seen it yet, but they're saying that when it becomes a Available When you tap on the screen to you know share, it'll be in there.
0: Sweet. Hashtags. It looks like I accidentally put a question in here about YouTube, which is a mistake. So um, I don't even think I'm supposed to be talking about hashtags. Has there been any changes in hashtags? Because I think this is an accidental uh, layover from the prior week. There hasn't really been, has there?
1: Well, YouTube is just totally—I mean, separate from Twitter. I mean, it's just—it's still part, a great part of the conversation because Twitter really started the whole hashtag movement, and it's really nice to see it carry over to some of these other platforms now. And while YouTube has had hashtags since 2018, you may have noticed when you go click on one, it's not like the best search results. Right, it'll give you some relevant results and some unrelated stuff, and it, it made no sense.
0: Do hashtags still matter? You think on Twitter?
1: I think they can, um, depending on how you're using it. It used to be, it was all about search and it's not that way anymore because you can just do a keyword search. So you don't need to hashtag something to do a keyword search. But you know, if you want to incorporate a hashtag into your brand, I mean, I've, proven that Twitter Smarter has become my brand. for I mean, I've been using that since 2013. So I've been using that as a branded hashtag for a very long time. And I really just do it to show people like you can come up with something that no one else is using, a cool hashtag that really says what it is and use it in your marketing. And you'll love this, Mike. So yesterday during my Twitter Smarter chat, one of our participants posted a picture of his dog. And then it sparked our guest to go post a picture of her dog. And I'm like, oh, I think I'll go post a picture of my dog and let me start a new hashtag. And I just on the spur of the moment, I put hashtag the dogs of Twitter smarter. And it made me realize like, hey, and then a whole bunch of people did it after that. I mean, we probably have 10, 15, 20 pictures of people with their dogs in real time. Like everybody just took a picture in real time during the chat. Here's what my dog's doing while we're chatting. And everybody went crazy over it. So I'm, I'm going to make that a part of our regular chat each week where I'm going to throw the hashtag in at the beginning and say, you know, show us your, your dog of Twitter Smarter.
0: Awesome. Okay. So you mentioned earlier fleets. You said that when you were uh, trying out spaces, you saw fleets. Now, some people are like, what the heck is a fleet? So let's start with describing what a fleet is. And then, you know, we'll go from there.
1: The best way to describe Fleets is basically like an Instagram story. We all know what Instagram stories are. Fleets is very similar in that you can just have a blank canvas and type something out and post it and it's there for 24 hours. You can take a picture and type some text on top of it. They don't have stickers. They don't have all those cool little features that Instagram stories has yet, but it is very basic. But you can do some really neat things and you can even just go to video and just record yourself making a video. And it stays on there for 24 hours. And what Twitter has found, because they did a lot of testing, uh, uh, gosh, over a year ago, like in India and a few other countries, because we have a lot of people from India that come on my Twitter Smarter Chat. They've been talking about fleets for a very long time. The rest of us are like, what's that? We don't have it yet. We don't even know what it is. And they were all loving it. I, I've not heard one person say anything negative about it that that had access early on. So Twitter realized that, People are feeling more comfortable sharing content in that format. And I think a lot of it has to do because we use Facebook stories and we use Instagram stories It's such a regular part of our expression. It's easy to do. It's not going to live forever. It's just there for 24 hours.
0: I've got a couple questions, a lot of questions. So first of all, I would imagine you're not going to be able to see this through the third party apps. You're going to have to use the Twitter app. Is that correct?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: And. How do we find them? Is it just like the faces across the top kind of thing, just like you see on Instagram? Is that generally how it looks?
1: Yeah, it's on your mobile app, on the on the Twitter mobile app for iOS and Android. It's at the top of the home screen. So if you're in the home screen at the very top, you see these little circles of the profile pictures for all the people that have them. It's just like when you're looking at Instagram stories, when you see all of them at the top. And the more you click on someone's, the more you're going to see them first in your feed. And you tap on it and it's just the same thing. It's just not very robust. They don't have stickers and locations and all the cool little things.
0: What about links? Can you do a swipe up or anything like that? like that? Like you can on Instagram? No, okay. they don't
1: have that. But one thing they did add the ability to do is to tag someone and put a hashtag in. And so ah, okay. if I'm going to type the text, you know, say I, I post something, I type in, I put at, and, and I tag someone. When you're watching it you tap that, it will go to their profile. And if you do a hashtag, it, you tap it, it goes to the hashtag in Twitter. And that's pretty cool.
0: Is there anything wrong with taking an Instagram uh, story and repurposing it in a Twitter fleet? What's your thoughts on that?
1: Not at all. I'm all about repurposing content and I think it's an easy way to do it. I see lots of people doing it. I see lots of marketers doing it because why keep reinventing the wheel every time you go to a different platform if you like to repurpose your content? And really right now is because we can't have all those bells and whistles. So if you go create something in Instagram stories and you have it all dressed up and it looks fun, why not take that little snippet of video and pop it into your fleet. So it just, it's more eyeballs. You, so you
0: can do video as well. So how long is it? Like 30 seconds or something or 15 um, seconds? The
1: videos, yeah, they're pretty short. They're not super long okay. right now. Um, I don't know the exact number of seconds, but it's, it's very much like Instagram stories.
0: It, is it available to everywhere in the world at this point?
1: My understanding is it's rolled out everywhere. Okay. I would be surprised if someone doesn't have it by now because it's been available for quite some time.
0: So have you been regularly using it?
1: I do. And there are a lot of cool ways to use it. Now, when something's new, I love being the early adopter and jump on everything and like try it out and see what what I like, what I don't like, and see how other people are using it as well. What I see most people doing and what I'm doing myself, Mike, is that you can take any tweet and pop it over to fleets. So what I do is I go look at my Twitter feed. I, I get in the habit of once a day, going through my Twitter feed on my phone and just picking out a few tweets that I think Really, either they're super engaging, people are commenting, they're liking, they love that tweet, or something I feel like I want to live on for an extra 24 hours in front of people. Then I add it to my fleets and I get lots of views. I get more views on my fleets than I do on my Instagram stories.
0: Can you put someone else's tweet into your fleet?
1: Yes, any tweet. You can go to any tweet, yours or someone else's.
0: That sounds weird. (laughs) Someone else's tweet into your fleet. That's got to be the weirdest (laughs) name ever for for one of their things.
1: It's a very, but it's big. It's all about because it's fleeting. You know, it's a fleeting moment you're sharing. That was their thinking behind it.
0: Yes. And uh, we had one of our guests, Stephanie, say that as well. A fleeting moment. So do you have anybody that you recommend we check out that's really doing a killer job with this? I mean, is there some people on Twitter that are just crushing it? Yeah. Tell me a few.
1: Yeah, Gina Machuka, who uh, runs Africa Tweet Chat, I see her on there all the time posting fleets, and she gets really creative with it. A lot of people are. are are doing what I'm doing where they're just like, hey, I'm just going to put something up because something's better than nothing. It keeps people keeps you top of mind for people and just easy to just go put a few tweets up in your feed. But I see her doing her tweets, other people's tweets. And then she does it a lot like Instagram where she just posts a picture of herself, types some text and says something is very behind the scenes. And I think that's super smart. So I definitely get ideas from watching others. I think that's what everybody else can do too. Look and see what other people are doing. And another way to access them, especially if you want to go look at some of your peers or you want to see what your competitors are doing, you can go to any profile on your mobile device. And when you see their profile picture, if there's a blue circle around it, that means that there's a fleet and you can just tap on it and it'll, it'll take you to the fleet.
0: Now, I would imagine they don't have the ability to do highlights like Instagram does, where you can save some of your favorite fleets, right, on your profile. Not yet. yet. That's not
1: available. I imagine that they're going to do more with it. What Twitter likes to do is slowly try things and see, do people embrace it? Because here's what's interesting, Michael. Okay, I don't know if you remember, but several months back, Twitter gave us the ability to do audio tweets. Like, you can just go to compose a tweet and make an audio And no one uses it. I made one today to promote this, you know, like, you know, just my voice talking for about 15, 20 seconds because it's just different. And if people aren't going to embrace it and use it, then they usually quietly do away with it or just don't add more features to it.
0: Well, and like all social platforms, when they roll out a new feature and Fleets is relatively new, you should get on it because they're going to make sure more people see it when it's new, right? That's so you right. have an early mover advantage, right, before everybody's on there. And then eventually they algorithmic guys the whole thing, right? So you don't really see anything. For sure. So Madeline, where can we discover more about you?
1: Well, since I have an unusual name, I'm very easy to find. Best place is through my website, MadelineSclar.com. I have lots of information there. Uh, I put out Twitter or marketing in Twitter tips, articles every week. So you can always find lots to go review over there. And also the best place, Twitter, of course, at Madeline Sklar.
0: And folks, don't forget about the social media marketing workshops. You can discover more at socialmediaexaminer.com slash WS21. And that's where you can learn organic and paid marketing on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. And if you want to add another podcast to your listening lineup, uh, my social media marketing podcast, where you will also find Madeline, uh, you can check that out. And until next time, may you be wise with your marketing decisions. We'll catch you all next time. Thank you again, Madeline. Thank you.
1: The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner
0: production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.